We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. By his holy cross, this season of Lent leading us to the cross, death, and yes, resurrection of our Lord. But first, the temptation. His 40 days in the desert, the inspiration of our 40 days with no dessert, or whatever sacrifices that we're taking up. And the three temptations that I will call the temptation to satisfaction, the temptation to domination, and the temptation to idolatry. Truth be told, I struggle with the, the, the story of the, the three temptations. Why bread? Why does, he, why does Satan start with all the powers of the world and then, in the end, the climax, go to, to Jerusalem? But they're important. Because Jesus taking on the human condition, taking on flesh, as St. Paul says, becoming like us in all things but sin, he knew, he knew everything, including the temptations that we would face. Satisfaction, domination, and idolatry. The satisfaction is easy. It's, in fact, the most ironic passage in all the scriptures. After 40 days of fasting, it says he was hungry. Well, of course. And there in the, the desert floor where he fasted, the stones, still to this day, you can see them, they actually look like loaves of bread. Turn one of these rocks into bread. Be satisfied. It speaks of all of the, the longings of our physical body, food, drink, the desires of the flesh, the desire that, to sleep in on a Sunday morning when it's a nice rainy day. Nice job overcoming that temptation today. Satisfaction. And then domination. Power. Satan shows him all of the powers, all of the nations of the world, and we can laugh. Why would the Lord be tempted for political power? But power, power is not by its nature corrupt. Power is the ability to affect change. Power is a good thing when used well. We need power and we need people in power, but not ones that give in to the temptation for self-seeking. And then the temptation for idolatry. Satan puts him on the parapet of the temple, up to Jerusalem, up to the high point, up to the great temple, placing him above it, and tells him to throw himself off, for surely the angels will lift him up, inviting him to, inviting us to be tempted to put ourselves above religion, to put ourselves in control of God. Many of you have asked this week how my friend Father Jason Sharon and the 22 children from the orphanage in Ukraine have made out. You might remember from last week, Father Sharon was a classmate of mine in seminary who had studied and taught in Ukraine, and when Russia invaded, he also went in rescue those children. I have good news, but first, it struck me this week that all three of the temptations of Christ are in play in Ukraine. 
the sins of satisfaction, Russia desiring the, the breadbasket of Ukraine, the food supplies, the comforts, the d- sin of domination, most obvious in the secular news of, of seeking world control, seeking to reunite the Soviet Union, but also, and perhaps most significantly, the sins of idolatry, the, the false use of religion. Perhaps you know in 2019 there was a division between the Orthodox Church, the Ukraine, Ukraine separating themselves from Moscow. That led to a wound that Moscow did not soon forget. And some are hypothesizing it's a major influence for Putin in this, in this time. Not an excuse, but a temptation. As far as the orphans go, despite the war, despite the temptations, despite the sin, they've had quite the adventure. Squeezing the 22 children and three chaperones into a 16-person van to cross the entire country, at least nine hours of travel. Father Jason said when he got to them, the steam was emerging from their little van. They were just happy to, to have the comfort of being out of that. But then he had to get them across the border. And the good news is that not only was he reunited with them, but they got out of the country. They're out of the war zone. The bad news is they, they don't have all of their paperwork. And so right now it's up to the State Department and a lot of bureaucracy to get them back to his desired destination here in the States. We will see. We will keep praying. And the fact is that both the war in Ukraine and the temptations of Christ can leave us pondering, what can we possibly do? What can we do about Ukraine on the other side of the world? What can we do even more about the temptations of Christ 2,000 years ago? But in times of crisis, we're always invited, we're always encouraged to go back to basics. Who are we? I've, noticed, I've never noticed until this week that those three temptations seem to be the counterpoint of our parish's three priorities. To welcome the wanderer to the way, to educate the seeker with the truth, and to worship the beauty of Christ's life. To welcome, to serve, is the counterpoint to the temptation to satisfy, to take care of our own self first. It's what we're all about as a parish. It's what we're all about in these Lenten days with our food drives, with yesterday's reception for Walt Christie's funeral, with our donations to the parish and donations in particular to Ukraine. It's not about satisfying ourselves. It's about welcoming and caring for the other. The temptation to dominate, to lead with the ego, to desire what my pride wants first, is countered with the truth, countered with the education in the the truth. For who truly leads? It's not my own ego. It's not Pharaoh. It's not Putin. It's the Word, the Word of Christ, the Word who became flesh, the Word of truth. And so with our Lenten resources, with our our mission in April with 
the good, the good words of truth in each of our lives, we counter that temptation. And the temptation to idolatry, the temptation to put ourselves first, even above God and religion, is countered with good worship. Yes, our Sunday Mass, yes, our regular confessions, our daily prayer, letting God be God and trusting Him. I'll conclude today with the line from Deuteronomy from our first reading. Moses is speaking, reviewing with the Israelites what God has done with them. And Moses says, God brought us out of Egypt, out of that time of bondage and slavery. He brought us out of Egypt with his strong hand and outstretched arm, with terrifying power, with signs and wonders, and bringing us into this country, he gave us this land flowing with milk and honey. May it be so. May we overcome the temptations of our life and our world. May it be so for the children of Ukraine, that they may be welcomed into a land flowing with milk and honey. And may it be so for us. May that land, may that home country of heaven one day welcome us in to his eternal embrace.